Before we do, I need to give you a little bit of uh, bad news. Um, One of our church members is actually missing right now. She's been missing for around 35 hours. Um, Amanda Sowell, if you know Amanda, um, she's um, Ashley Sheffield's sister. Um, And so she's been missing since Friday night, late Friday night. Um, And so she's, um, it's not a secret, she's struggled with alcohol. Uh, and so we, we, we think that, that she went back to that, and then we're not sure where she is. So uh, look, can we just pray real quick and, um, and believe with the family? Father, right now in Jesus' name, Lord, as much as we love Amanda, you love her even more. So right now, we just release your harvesting angels right now to go get her. Father, we, we pray, God, uh, Lord, that you would break addiction off of her life, Father. Lord, that, that you would uh, just reveal yourself to her right now, Father. Go to her. Lord, please be with the family as they're working with law enforcement and all that kind of stuff, trying to figure out what their next steps are. Lord, this is something that's above our pay grade, something that we don't know how to do to find a missing person, but you do. So we rely on you for this, and we trust you for this. And Lord, we're looking forward to hearing a good report uh, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. So we're talking this morning about impact. Um, now, really quickly, and I, I don't expect this is going to take a, a, a whole lot of time this morning. We launched uh, our impact initiative one year ago. And, and maybe you're new to VFC since that happened. And so you've heard us mention impact really quickly. Um, we decided a year ago that it was time to make room for more. And we, and we saw that the Lord was doing something very interesting at VFC. There was some natural growth that was happening, and we knew we needed to make room for that natural growth. I mean, things like the number of chairs in the sanctuary and that kind of stuff. We also saw that there was a parallel spiritually that was happening. Um, that the Lord was wanting to increase our footprint in the Thomas County area and the Thomasville community um, and increase our influence. And so uh, our, our, the verse that, that we have been looking at is Acts seventeen six, which is actually it's really small, but it's underneath the impact logo there. It tells the story when Paul and Silas were in Thessalonica. They come and they start preaching the good news of Jesus, and it really upsets the religious people. It also upsets the pagans. Uh, And so they basically cause a riot, uh, and they go to this guy's house named Jason. Do you know Jason was a biblical name? It is. Uh, They go to this where they were staying, but they weren't there, so they throw Jason out, this angry mob, and they say something interesting. They say, these who have turned the world upside down, have come here also. Well, that was meant to be a negative statement, but we know that the kingdom of God does in fact turn the kingdom of the world upside down, right? Where there's sickness, God brings healing. Where there's offense, God brings restoration. Where there's, uh, where there's trauma, God brings uh, healing. Where there's all these different things that, that we go through, uh, God restores it and, and, and uh, does that. That's who he is. And so we, we came to you guys and we said, okay, we're looking at this from the history of the last three years of VFC, and we're looking forward to the next three years of VFC. And we realized, looking forward for three years, when we were looking at the past three years, that there were some significant problems we were running into, namely room. Now, it looks like we've got some decent room here because this is the first service. Now, if you've ever been to the second service, who's been to our second service at 11? Yeah, you guys know that it's usually a lot fuller second service, right? It is. As a matter of fact, we're at the point now where our average attendance um, exceeds the number of chairs that we have in the sanctuary. We actually have to have 
two services. If everyone that calls VFC home, including children, uh, wanted to get together under one roof, we don't have a roof big enough. And so we know, we understand that it's time to make room for more, not just in the natural, but in the spiritual. We're continuing to grow. Uh, last year, we, last year Easter, which we got Easter coming up, and we're praying about what to do. Last year, last Easter, we had 518 people here. Um, and yeah, it was awesome. It was the maximum that we have. So we're considering, are we going to go to three services this Easter or keep it at two and have an overflow room in the back or how we're going to navigate that? So volunteers are welcome. Um, but we, we want to, it's all about people. I, I'm not willing to turn people away. There are people like Eugene and Randy. There are people like you. They're still in the community, and they've sat at home this morning because they didn't know that there was a church that was willing to accept them. They hadn't heard yet that there was a church that understood the balance of grace and truth. They didn't know that there was a church where you can come as you are, and we're going to love you because you belong first. They didn't know that, and so they're at home right now. And I want to make room for them, and I believe you do too. And so that's the vision of impact. So we launched the initiative. We said, hey, we're going to build a 600-seat sanctuary, which seats 500 people. We Americans don't like to be too close to each other. So the 600 seats uh, uh, will fit 500 people. We would go back to one service temporarily. We wouldn't be at one service very long, you guys, I promise. We'd probably go back to two rather quickly. And then the goal of VFC is not to build up but to build out. The Lord has already helped us do this. We already have a satellite church in Pakistan. My goal, once we build a, a sanctuary, um, is it, I'm pointing to the green grass out there. That's, that's where it is in my head. Um, the, our goal, once we build a sanctuary and get this campus settled where it needs to be with, with the facilities it needs to have, is we're going to go and plant churches all over southwest Georgia. Shoot, maybe even southeast Georgia. Maybe even North Georgia, mid-Georgia, I don't know. But I know, God, ha- I have it in my heart places like Monticello and, 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 and Quitman and Camilla and these type places. I'd love to see what we have here at VFC exported to those communities. So that's the goal. That's the goal. And so I want to share some stuff with you. So it's been one year since we, we received the first fruits offering where people gave their first and their best. And people made commitments, and they said, we're going to give X amount, either a percentage or a certain amount above and beyond our regular tithes and offerings, specifically for impact. And that's why you have the impact envelopes, you know, in the seat backs in front of you, along with our regular envelopes. It's also why you can designate when you give online between the, the general offering, tithes and offerings, and impact. So I want to begin to share some stuff with you. What has happened since launching Impact? It's been a year. Now, I promised you guys that when we launched our Impact initiative, that I, I wouldn't be one of those preachers that stands up every Sunday and talks about money and talks about the building. And I believe I've kept that promise over this first year. Um, and, but what that means is that means the initiative to get on board has to be with you. It can't just be with us constantly barking at you about what we believe God's doing here at VFC. But we've got some good news about some stuff that's happened um, uh, uh, since launching Impact. Uh, Let's start with some great news here. First of all, we have paid off the loan for our church building here. Isn't that awesome? 
we paid off the loan. Uh, so, what, what, now, just so you know, we still have another loan. We're not totally debt-free. We have a loan on the TLC building that's down there. But the land and this building, uh, the, the notes totally paid off. And so the, uh, one of the trustees uh, suggested that we actually burn the note here. So um, this is going to be interesting. Eric's like, do you have water? Yeah, I got water. There you go. So, boom, done. If the smoke alarm goes off, don't leave. It's good. So, so that's awesome, right? Super cool. So in one year's time, we've paid off the loan for this building. How cool is that? All right? Let's talk about some, 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 cool, some other stuff that we've decided and we've done since launching Impact. We've made the decision to build here. Now, one of the things that I mentioned uh, when I first presented this to you was that if there was a property available that we could buy and renovate, that would be a little cheaper than building, most likely, depending on the property. Uh, And so we were going to look into other spaces. We've been looking, we've been praying, and we've decided that it's it's evident to us that the Lord wants us to build here on the corner of 19 and 202. So that's what we're going to do. Some of you were like, no, don't move. We have selected an architect and, um, and a building team. So we've actually been talking with some architects um, in the area. Some of them were national, and they build only churches. Some of them are local and have built churches. And we've gone with one that's in, in our region. Uh, we've seen his work. He's built other churches. We're super happy about it. And so I've been putting together a team, a building team of people uh, in the congregation uh, that, are going to, um, that, are going, that are going to help the church determine what we need out of a facility. And so I, I haven't, uh, it, we haven't met yet. So if I've talked to you about being on the team, uh, you're probably on the team. Uh, I just <laughs> hadn't followed up yet, but we're going to be meeting pretty soon now that we have an architect. So that's exciting. So we're, we're moving. Okay. We're moving. Here's, here's some good stuff. Uh, we have continued to grow. As a church, we have continued to grow. So uh, just a couple of statistics here. Uh, We have 9% growth in average attendance from 2016 to 2017. Okay, 9% growth. We we had 60 new partners in 2017. That's a lot of people. Those are people that join, not just attenders, but those that have actually joined. Our online viewing and listening, you guys, has really, really grown. Every single sermon that we share has over 100 podcast listeners in addition to those that are here. And every sermon that we preach has um, around um, 85 or so, on average, viewers. So every, you can take the people that are here and add at least 250 extra times the message is either seen or watched. That's pretty crazy. We've launched face, Facebook Live um, for uh, this year, and we're seeing huge numbers. I, di- I didn't expect um, how many people would be watching, but it's pretty crazy. Now, let me just say this. We offer online viewing uh, and online listening. That's not a replacement for being here. It's funny. There's actually a trend. I try to keep up with trends in church and stuff like that, and pastors are noticing all over the country. What we're noticing is that there's actually more people who are a part of the church coming less often. So more people, but coming less often. Uh, and so I encourage you, we have live stream available. Look, if you aren't feeling well, we don't, you know, leave your germs at home. We're praying for you. 
you can watch online, okay? If you're out of town, how many of you ever watched the service when you're out of town? I have. Yeah, we've had people from other countries watch. They were in other countries and they watched online. Um, and so, yeah, absolutely. So you can watch online. That's what it's there for. But I just, I just want to remind you, there's no replacement for being with the people of God in the presence of God. Okay? So it's, it's an option for you, but we don't want to lean on it, right? We want to be here because this is where we behold the presence of the Lord. Amen? Amen. So we're continuing to grow. So far this year, January and February, um, our average attendance, warm body count, that means no duplicates. You're only counted once if you're at multiple services, but this is uh, adults and children. Our warm body count for this year is 328 people on, per Sunday morning. So, yeah, I mean, so we're continuing to grow. It was like, it was like 308 last year. So, we're, again, we're growing, we're growing, we're growing, uh, which is great, which means that we do need, this was a good call to start the impact initiative. Um, here's something else that's happened. VFC's influence in the community is increasing. It's crazy. Since we launched this initiative, we said, Lord, we're going to trust you. We're, we're, we know that you're trying to expand our footprint in the community. We know that you want to expand the influence of VFC in the community. It's pretty crazy how many things have happened. And it's not just Cynthia and Eric and myself, although we've all been invited to be a part of community gatherings uh, and things like that, that we were literally asked to be a part of these things. We've been really involved with racial reconciliation in the city. Um, Eric was asked to be a part of FCA in, in the area. And so that's increased um, his, his access um, to the students. And so it's really interesting how all that happened after... We launched Impact because remember, this isn't about buildings, you guys. It's about people. It's about people. And so there has been a spiritual parallel of increase in growth as we have sought after taking care of the natural increase in growth. So it's growing. And here's, and here's, and here's the last thing. God's continuing to move in a mighty way. God's continuing to do amazing things. And I've shared with you some of the ministry statistics that we've had uh, over the past year. But I was doing a little math. Yes, I can do the math every once in a while. Um, and I want to share with you really quickly some ministry stats in a three-year three year view. So 2015, 2016, 2017 aggregate put together. All right. Just, just take these numbers in for a little bit, okay? This, is, this, is, this gets me so excited. So over the last three years at VFC, that's not counting this year, we've had 263 people give their hearts to Jesus for the first time. That's awesome. That's amazing, you guys. That's crazy. We have 373 confirmed healings where people told us they got healed. We didn't tell them, they told us. People getting physically healed. We've had 127 people tell us, now this number is incredibly low than the actual because we don't always ask people when they've gotten right with God. But when we've had, we've counted up as 127 times people said, you know what, I'm not where I need to be with him and I'm getting getting right with him. We've had 63 baptisms, all right, we've done some holy dunking, you know, held some people under, Lord help them. (laughs) We've done it 63 times over the last three years, which is awesome. We have distributed 12,949 bags of food. Okay? Isn't that crazy? That's pretty amazing over the last three years. Now, that's just a bag of food. If you begin to do a little math and figure out how many meals that translates into, over the last three years, we have supplied almost 39,000 meals as a church. Isn't that amazing? 
It's amazing. And these numbers should be considered bare minimums. In addition, beginning last year, the Lord began to extend our influence into the Middle East. And uh, the pastor over there says that over 8,000 Pakistanis have given their hearts to Jesus through the ministry of VFC. Isn't that amazing? Here's the deal. That needs to be exported. That's too good to keep here. The, the, the people that go, I don't, and this is not about, I'm not trying to compete. We don't compete with any churches. We're on the same team as other churches. But I know that God is doing things that I don't see everywhere else. And so, so we need to make sure, we need to make sure that we're stewarding what he's given us. And we're saying, we're not just saying, yay, Jesus. But we're saying, okay, what's the next step? How can we take this to the next level? So let's talk timeline here for a little bit. So since we're talking about the Impact Initiative, we're one year in. Um, we've had some awesome things happening. The mortgage for this building has been paid off. We're seeing God continue to expand us and grow us spiritually and naturally. So what's our timeline here? Because remember, we've, we've been looking at a three-year plan was the original vision. Um, so here's the first thing. We will have building plans for a new facility and a cost estimate that's not just iffy, but like we will know what it'll cost to build this building by this fall. So my goal is to update you guys twice a year on the impact initiative. This is the first one. And the next one we'll do in about six months, sometime in September, October. I don't know yet when we'll let you know, but at that time we will have building plans. So you'll be able to see what the new building is going to kind of look like. You'll have floor plans uh, and we'll have a cost estimate of how much it's going to cost for us to build that. Okay. That's, that's our goal. So we should have that in the fall of this year. The next thing is that we are continuing to pay down the TLC loan as fast as possible. So even though we've paid off this building and the land loan, we're still paying the same amount monthly. We're just doubling down on the TLC loan. So we're paying more against the principal every single month with the idea, let's get this thing out of here too. Okay, so that's that's our goal. Just so you know, we didn't just stop paying towards it. We're actually being very aggressive towards that other loan. Uh, We want to be debt free. I've I've been talking with the leadership of our church um, and we all agree that we want to pay off the TLC loan before we move forward forward with breaking ground. It's just makes it's just good sense. It's good stewardship. Um, And so that's our goal. So we're turning our sights towards that right now. Uh, as far as breaking ground, uh, we could break ground as soon as next summer, depending if what we do with this TLC loan. I mean, we, it took us one year to, to, to get rid of, of the main church loan. If we are just as motivated, we can get rid of that one too, you guys. Uh, and the sooner we do, the sooner we can build that new facility, okay? Um, and if, if we weren't able to do it by next summer, definitely the three-year mark is spring 2020. And that's, that's when we, I, I believe, we definitely could begin breaking ground, which was our original intent all along when it came to the three-year, um, three-year plan. So what do we need from you? What are we asking from you? As, as, a, as a partner or an attendee or even if you're a visitor here, what, what are we asking, okay? What do we need? Well, it's the same thing we've asked from the beginning. It's the first thing is continue to give or, or commit to start. If, if we have, just so you know, so when people gave their first fruits, they, they did all sorts of things uh, in order to, to give their first and their best. And then they also, uh, people committed, say, I'm going to give this amount, this much over the next three years. We're at about 85% of what was committed. 
So, so we're a little behind, which we fully expected because people's hearts are sometimes bigger than their wallets. So, but we're at about 85% of what, of what we should have at this point. So continue to give. Continue to ask God, look, what, what role do you have for our family? Don't just make a decision. Pray about it. Pray about it and ask him. And I've shared this statistic before. If everyone that calls VFC home gave $20 a week, every week, for the next three years, it would be $1.25 million, which would pay cash for what we're trying to do here. And so that's the power of the many versus the power of the one. We aren't looking to a few to shoulder the, the burden. We're looking for everyone to do a little bit. Here's the next thing is commit to pray. Commit to pray. Y'all, we will not do the will of God unless we partner with God in it. And that's what prayer is. It's, it's, it's partnering conversation. So I, I encourage you, we've got to pray. Look, here's what I do. You guys, um, many of you know the story. I used to drive a blue Jeep. When I was praying about what we should give to impact, the Lord told me to sell it and, and give the profits to the church. And woo, that was a sacrifice for me, you guys. I loved that Jeep. But here's what the Lord also told me. He said, every time you see a Jeep, pray for the new sanctuary. Have y'all seen how many Jeeps there are on the road? Like, I can't listen to music now because I'm always, Lord, thank you for the. I mean, I see there are Jeeps everywhere. And at first I'd see a Jeep and I was like, I miss my Jeep. And now I'm like, Lord, you're moving. You're doing great stuff. There are people who are going to know you because of VFC. So now I, every time I see a Jeep, and if you own a Jeep, you should pray all the time. <clears throat> So this is, but this is one of the ways that I remind myself to pray. I remind myself to pray. I don't, I don't pray long King James prayers. I just say, thank you, Father, that you're providing the perfect sanctuary at the perfect time. I encourage you, every time you see a Jeep, you can adopt that, right? You can do that. They're everywhere. So commit to pray. Commit to pray for this, okay? We, we really, we really want to see the successful completion of God's plan as we come together and pray. Um, and then the last thing, and this is super important, you guys, continue to be VFC. So many churches, and maybe you've been a part of one, and this is, and I know people get nervous when you start getting around buildings and stuff. I get it. I understand. I'm with you. I'm one of you that doesn't like this. And so it's super important that we say, look, it's not about a building. I'm not going to be preaching on this all the time, but we are going to make an impact. And the way we're going to do it is not by stopping what we've done up to this point, but by continuing to do what we've done up to this point. We're not going to change who we are to expand. We're going to expand who we are. That's the vision. That's the goal. We have on our walls, belong, believe, become. It's not going to change. It's not going anywhere. That's the vision of our church. We're going to continue to be a place where people belong first. We're going to continue to be a place that puts uh, an emphasis on saving the lost and healing the sick and healing marriages and valuing God's presence over the form of a service. That's what we want. And that's what we're going to continue to do by his grace. So what I'm asking from you is this. I'm not asking you to do this impact thing. I'm asking God to do this impact thing through you. 
And I know many of you have had amazing, um, amazing testimonies of God's faithfulness and goodness financially as you've committed to give, as you've committed to be a part of this. And I want that for all of you. And if you haven't had an opportunity um, to either make a first fruits um, donation or, or to do a commitment, we've got the impact things, uh, the little envelopes in, in the seat backs in front of you. And in just a moment, we'll have our ushers hand out stuff. I, I didn't go into the details of like numbers and all that, but we've got that information. Uh, it'll be available in just a second. I want to show you a verse before we do that. Uh, this is not the first building program. It's ever been done. As a matter of fact, it's in Scripture. Moses actually led one. They were trying to build the temple. Check out this verse. This is crazy. So Moses gave the command, and this message was sent throughout the camp. Men and women, don't prepare any more gifts for the sanctuary. We have enough. So the people stopped bringing their sacred offerings. Their contributions were more than enough to complete the whole project. Can you imagine that happening today? Can you imagine a preacher saying... We're not taking up an offering today. We don't need it. (laughs) Miracle, right? That'd be amazing, right? That'd be incredible. That happened. That happened. The scripture says that the people, that the the women were taking off their earrings and melting down the gold and giving it. It was the people got behind the vision. So here's the thing. God can do this. This is his idea. Believe me, it's easier for me if we don't do this. As, as, As the lead pastor here, it's easier for me if we just keep doing what we're doing. I don't want easy. I want Jesus. Right? I, I want what he wants for us. And so I, I encourage you. I encourage you. I, I need everyone on board. And this is why we're talking about this this morning. My question to you is, are you ready to make an impact? Are you ready to make an impact? Think of what God has done in your life since being a part of VFC. And recognize the fact that you aren't the only one that's deserving of that. There are people out there that don't know. Don't know that there's a place that you belong first. Don't know that the power of God is available to restore their marriage. Don't know that God is not just a one day in the future, he'll heal you in heaven, but he actually can heal our bodies here on earth. They don't know that. And it's our job to make sure that they do. It's our job to to operate in the same compassion that Jesus operated in while he was on the earth. So I encourage you, we need to be ready to make an impact. God is doing amazing things in Thomasville, Georgia. And I know that VFC is called to be on the forefront of what he's doing. If, you, if we have brochures available for you that, that walks you through like the, time, uh, the timing of this and the numbers of, of this, if you want one, if you'll raise your hand, the ushers are available. Just raise your hand, and um, they'll get it to you. Good. Yeah. Cool. I know this is a little different because it's not, um, you know, it's not a strict Bible teaching. But, but y'all, listen to me. It is kingdom. It is kingdom. It's moving forward. It's doing what God's called us to do. And I think it's a travesty if we were to keep all the great things, hundreds of salvations, hundreds of healings, thousands of meals, if we were just to keep that here and not expand, honestly, I think we'd be held accountable for that. 
I think we would be. So we, and, and it's always easier to do nothing than something. But come on, let's get on board. We're one year in. We can do this. We can do this. I'm super excited. I'm super pumped. And I know, I know that God is going to continue to move in this church. Let's stand. Next week, we launch a new series called A Breath of Fresh Air, where we're going to be talking about the person of the Holy Spirit. Um, I'm excited. I've never actually taught a series. I've taught on the Holy Spirit, but I've never actually taught a series. The the Holy Spirit is one of the most, um, um, people are so confused about who he is, what he does. We've either uh, considered him just chill bumps during worship, um, or some churches altogether just ignore him. He's not here. And so we're going we're gonna to talk about it. Okay? It's going to be awesome. It's a, great, it's a great series to invite a friend to who's had some issues uh, with the Holy Spirit. And then Easter's coming up. Guys, please continue. Start to pray right now about who you can invite to Easter. You may have invited people to come to church with you before, and they're like, no. But on Easter, just like at Christmas, people are more willing to come. And so it's going to be an amazing service, services. It's going to be great. So I encourage you, begin to pray and ask the Lord, who can I bring? Let's close our eyes. Let's pray. Ask the Holy Spirit this question. Say, Lord, how do you want me to make an impact? And listen to him. Maybe you see an image of yourself going to talk to that coworker everyone else has been rejecting and making fun of. Maybe, maybe you need to go do something nice for that person who's treated you like dirt. How can you make an impact using kingdom methods? Maybe you need to say I'm sorry to your spouse or to your children for the way that you blew up. That's kingdom impact. you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, you're not 100% sure that you're saved. All this impact stuff sounds great, but you don't even know where you stand with him. If you've never made him Lord of your life, just let me know right now. It's just, everyone's got their head bowed. Just let me know. We're going to pray for you afterwards. Lift your hand and let us know. Lord, I bless each person here, and I thank you for them. Lord, we receive your challenge to make an impact in this community. Lord, you never said it'd be easy, but you did say that you'd be with us. And Lord, we thank you for that. We love you. We value your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Tiff, would you come close us out?